There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to Season 2 of Confessions of a New Grad. This podcast is an ongoing story, so if you haven't listened to Season 1 yet, I'd recommend starting there. Chapter 21, Amanda. The rest of Monday was a blur. I somehow managed to laugh and smile with Amanda, Mary, and Todd until the end of lunch, and then PE and Econ were sufficiently stressful enough to distract me until the end of the day. When the bell rang at four o'clock, I grabbed my keys, locked my classroom, and left before most of the teachers had even finished erasing their whiteboards. I knew it was a bad luck to leave work so early, especially on my first day, but I had to get out of there. I felt like I was going to explode as I waved pleasantly at the secretary and pressed the down button on the elevator. Why was it taking so long to get here? Finally, it dinged, and I hurtled onto it along with a few younger students that I didn't know. I breathed a sigh of relief as the doors began to close, but then, at the last possible moment, Amanda squeezed through them. Brooklyn, I'm glad I caught you. I froze. Caught me? Did she know? I forced myself to smile back innocently. Did you have a good first day? It was a little frantic, actually, she admitted. I usually overprepare, and obviously I couldn't today, but it felt so much better once I met you. All the other teachers are really nice, but it's just so good to meet someone a little closer to my own age. Oh, yeah, for sure. I just moved here a few months ago, and it's been kind of hard to meet people. Her face was shining with excitement, and I felt like a total asshole. Why did she have to be so nice? And logical. If I hadn't known she was Apollo's girlfriend, I would have been just as excited as she was to have met a fun, young colleague. But... I knew I couldn't be friends with her, and if she knew what I knew, I doubted that she'd want to be friends with me either. Still, I had to be cordial, so as the elevator tinged on the ground floor and the students ran past us and out of the building, I asked, How old are you? It was a stupid question, but it was the best I could come up with. 25. You? 22. Oh, wow, so you're right out of school, she said, her gray eyes widening with interest. Yep, I said, trying to figure out how to shake her off. 
I wasn't sure how long I could talk to her without giving something away. A car honked as we exited the building, and we looked up to see Gemma waving enthusiastically from her mom's red minivan. Get in, Miss Winters! I'm taking you out to celebrate finishing your first day! Uh, Gem, I'm actually pretty tired. Oh, you'll feel better once we get to the happy hour. Anything is possible if you're just Bellini. I grinned grudgingly. One drink. I'll see you tomorrow, Brooklyn, Amanda said, politely turning to leave. Who's this? Gemma leaned forward, her wild curls spilling out the window. Oh, um, Gem, uh, this is Amanda. She just started working at the school today, too, I explained, hopping into the front seat. Ah, oh, amazing! Want to come have a drink with us, Amanda? Oh, I don't want to impose. Not imposing at all, Gemma said, pressing the button that opened the automatic door to the back seat and sliding on her sunglasses. You can tell me what work Brooklyn's like. All aboard the Mommobile! There was no way for me to stop it. Amanda beamed, scurried into the back seat, and Gemma chauffeured us to a lounge a few blocks away. This place has two-for-one Bellinis on Mondays, Gemma informed us as a waiter took our coats and guided us toward a low corner by a fireplace surrounded by comfortable leather chairs. What's a Bellini? Amanda asked. You don't know? You're getting one. Bellinis all round, please, sir. The waiter winked and went off to mix our drinks. So? How was your first day? I gave her a summary as our Bellinis arrived. You're going to have to nip that situation with the boy who has a crush on you in the bud, but I'm sure the pangs of unrequited love will help him understand Shakespeare so much better. And how about you, Amanda? It was your first day too, right? Mine was all right, Amanda said. Things were a little last minute for me, so it's probably going to be a long week. Do you teach English as well? No, I took their AP math and physics courses. Ugh, of course she was a genius. Wow, Gemma said. So is this your first teaching job as well, or...? No, I taught for two years in my hometown in Fort McMurray before this. My ears perked up in spite of myself. That was where Apollo was from. How long had Amanda been his girlfriend? Was she the same one Apollo had told me about? The one he'd been dating back in my third year at UBC, right before he'd just met me? If that was the case, had he lied about everything? Had he been dating Amanda this entire time? So, what brings you to Vancouver? Gemma asked. I just always wanted to live by the ocean, Amanda said. And then I turned 25 and had a bit of a quarter-life crisis. Ah, uh, yes, I'm kind of in the middle of one of those myself, Gemma nodded understandingly. Trapped by my own indecision. Same. I felt a little stuck. I'd lived in the same tiny town since I was born. I had been dating the same guy since high school, and then he proposed, and it completely freaked me out. I just needed to see more of the world before I settled down, you know? But he told me he wasn't going to wait, so I left. 
Okay. If she'd been dating the same guy since high school and he had been in Fort Mac with her this entire time, then she couldn't be the same girlfriend Apollo had mentioned. Maybe it was just a coincidence that they were both in the same town. Wow, Gemma breathed. Yeah, it was kind of a sudden decision. I just bought a Greyhound ticket and left this summer. And how are you liking Van? I love it. I mean, I'm not going to lie, it was a little bit of a struggle financially at first. I had no idea how expensive it was here and how hard it was to get a teaching job, but luckily I got myself on some supply teaching lists for a bunch of school districts and rented a basement suite in Point Grey with a really nice family. That's awesome, Gemma said, pouring over the menu. Are you guys hungry? I think I might get yam fries. I'm starving, Amanda said, but I think I left my wallet in my coat. I'll be right back. The moment Amanda was out of earshot, Gemma muttered to me, What's wrong? Why are you being so rude? I'm not being rude. Yes, you are. She seems great, and she's new to the city. We should be friends with her. Gemma, I, I can't. Why not? Gemma's voice fell as Amanda rejoined us. Beyonce's Run the World blared out of Gemma's purse at that moment. She dug her phone out of it, grimaced, and then ignored the call. Who was that? I asked. Austin, why didn't you pick up? You guys seemed great last weekend. We were, but then his dad called him on Sunday night and told him that there was an opening for an entry-level marketing position with a PR company in Texas. Oh, I said. He's not thinking of taking it, is he? He'd be an idiot not to, Gemma said, attracting the server's attention and ordering us food. It's for this company that manages some really famous athletes, does their brand deals, you know, that kind of thing. It's basically his dream job. That's really hard, Amanda said. What are you guys going to do? Well, he asked me to come to Texas with him, Gemma said, as the server arrived with our fries and she practically started inhaling them. Between mouthfuls, she admitted, but obviously I can't do that. Do you want to go, though? I asked. My heart had plummeted past my pelvis at the thought of losing my best friend, but I had to be supportive. If it was what Gemma wanted, I couldn't hold her back. Good God, no! Can you imagine me in Texas? Uh, exactly. It's actually really nice down there, Amanda offered. I'm sure it is, but it's not for me. I like fun. I like the ocean and the mountains and the weather and all my friends and my family are here. I'm not going to move to Texas just for a guy I've only just started seeing. So then, are you guys going to do long distance? I asked. Gemma snorted. Austin suggested it, but that's not for me. So you're breaking up? Gemma shrugged. Austin says he'll stay here if I won't go to Texas. Aw, that's so sweet, Amanda said. Gemma looked miserably down at her empty glass and plate. She gestured to the waiter for another drink. I'm just not sure I can ask him to do that. Like, 
to ask someone to give up their dream job for you. I feel like you've got to be pretty sure that they're the one, and as much as I like Austin, I, I just don't know if he is. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. You seemed so happy when he asked you to be his girlfriend this weekend, though, I said. I was, but now there's just all this pressure on the situation. It's one thing to date him and see how things go when he wants to be in van anyway, but I can't hold him back from something like this. Especially when we're just so different. It's hard for me to imagine that he's the one, you know? And even if he is, I'm too young to commit to something like that. But without that commitment, I can't in good conscience ask him to stay. It sounds like he kind of wants to, though, Amanda said. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I should let him. I'm gonna have to whitefang him. The three of us stared dolefully at the wooden table for a few moments. Great book, though, whitefang, Gemma conceded. Yeah, Jack London's amazing, Amanda agreed consolingly. I didn't get the reference, and kind of hated that Amanda did. How are we doing over here? The waiter asked, bringing Gemma another drink. Uh, we might need to wrap this up since you're driving, I began, but I was drowned out by Gemma. Another round, please, she said dramatically. Amanda said kindly, Well, whatever you choose to do, Gemma, I'm sure it will work out. I was so afraid of leaving the guy who proposed to me back in Fort Mac. I thought I might be messing my whole life up. But honestly, I've never been happier than I am now. I thought I might never date again, but it's funny how things work. I ended up reconnecting with this really hot guy I knew back in high school, and being with him just makes me realize that the other guy wasn't right for me. Oh, Gemma said, perking up at once. Tell me about this hot man. I need a distraction. Okay, Amanda grinned. So, when I first got to Van, I didn't know anyone, so my mom suggested I reach out to her best friend's son. We were in the same grade in high school, and we knew each other pretty well because our parents are such good friends, but I was dating my boyfriend, and he had a girlfriend, and we ran in slightly different circles. I thought it might be a bit weird to reach out after all this time, but my mom insisted, and then she told her friend, and, well, 
We were basically pressured by our parents to meet up. I wasn't that into it. He was kind of awkward in high school, but I went out for dinner with him to make my mom happy. When I got to the restaurant, I didn't see him, so I texted him saying I was there, and then this insanely hot guy came up to me, and I realized that it was him. I don't think I've ever seen a more impressive glow up. Oh, show me a pic. I always appreciate a hot man, Gemma winked. Uh, Gem, maybe, maybe she doesn't want to share. I began wildly. Oh, I don't mind, Amanda said, pulling out her phone. He doesn't post a lot, but here's a few that he's tagged in on Insta. Gemma took the phone and nodded approvingly. Ah, yep, gorge! Then she broke off. Her mouth sagged open and Bellini dribbled out of it. I was fully panicking at this point. I couldn't tell if I wanted Gemma to give the whole thing away and get this over with or not. On the one hand, I was still dying to know what was going on between Amanda and Apollo. On the other, I wasn't exactly keen on telling my new co-worker that her uber-hot boyfriend was cheating on her with me. Apollo? Gemma choked, grabbing a napkin and attempting to mop herself up. Unusual name, right? Amanda said, apparently under the impression that Gemma had simply drooled in reaction to Apollo's hotness. His parents are really into Greek mythology. I felt a pang in my stomach. He'd never told me that, and it was the type of thing I would have loved to talk to him about. I loved Greek mythology. I'd taken so many classics courses as electives at UBC that I'd almost had to declare a minor in classics. But Brooklyn! Gemma turned on me, her expression demanding some sort of explanation. I kicked her under the table and shook my head as quickly as possible while Amanda tucked her phone back into her purse. Gemma was befuddled, but thankfully didn't say anything else. In fact, she seemed incapable of saying anything at all. Instead, she drained her second Bellini, then grabbed my Bellini and chugged it as well. Amanda was frowning at us, so I said the first thing that came into my head. Tell us more about Apollo. I regretted that immediately. This was dangerous territory, and the mention of his name made Gemma gesture to the waiter, who didn't even need verbal instructions at this point, and rushed off to get her another two Bellinis. Well, I'm still getting to know him because, like I said, we weren't close back in high school, but so far he's great, and such a gentleman. He helped me move into my new place only a few weeks after we started seeing each other. Yeah, well, he does that. Gemma grunted. What? Amanda asked. I mean, I meant men. Men do that in Vancouver. It's pretty standard. Don't let it fool you into thinking they're serious, though, because, trust me, Gemma's dated a lot of assholes. I interrupted, giving Gemma another kick under the table. Oh, I get that, Amanda said, her face softening. So, how long exactly? Have you been dating this Apollo character? Gemma asked. Amanda looked a little affronted by Gemma's inquisition, but said, Well, that first time we had dinner, it was just as friends, but obviously I was interested, so I asked him to come to a concert with me a week later. One of our favorite country artists was playing, and, well, things kind of started heating up from there. What date was this? 
Gemma, I said reproachfully. Sorry, she gets really specific when she drinks. No problem, Amanda laughed. It was right when I first got here, so like end of June? So before Pemberton then, Gemma said, almost to herself. Pemberton? Amanda asked curiously. I should probably get going soon, I said, standing up. Lots of prep to do tonight, you know. I should head out too, Amanda said, as the waiter arrived and Gemma began stress drinking yet another Bellini. Could we have the check, please? Amanda asked the waiter. I'm just going to run off and use the washroom real quick, she added to Gemma and I. Pull yourself together, dude, I whispered to Gemma. I can't, Brooklyn. I'm drunk. I have a brain freeze. And this is insane. You've got a parking spot at your apartment, right? You're going to have to drive us there so I can sleep this off and head home in the morning. Gemma, I haven't driven in years and we're downtown. Why would you bring the car if you were going to drink so much? Oh, I'm sorry, Brooklyn. I suppose the combined stress of Austin possibly leaving the country and finding out that my best friend is the other woman in some kind of menage a trois was a little too much for me to handle on a Monday. I'm sorry, I'll explain everything later, but I don't know if I can drive. Oh, I can drive you guys, Amanda said, reappearing from the washroom. I don't think you should, Gemma, no offense. None taken, Gemma said, grabbing her purse and tossing some cash onto the table. Brooklyn's place is only about ten minutes away, and it would be a huge help. My pleasure, Amanda beamed. I'm so glad I met you guys. Us too, I said, looking over to see Gemma aggressively shaking the waiter's hand and thanking him for his service. Ten painful minutes later, Amanda parked Gemma's car in the spot underneath my apartment. You're sure you're all right getting home? I asked her. Oh yeah, I'll just catch the bus on Burrard, she smiled. See you tomorrow. See you. Gemma and I waved, our smiles melting off our faces as Amanda disappeared down the street. The moment my lobby door closed behind us, Gemma rounded on me. Brooklyn, what the fuck is going on? Okay, I'll tell you, but honestly, I don't even know the whole story, I said, filling her in as we rode the elevator upstairs. Wow, Apollo really is an asshole, Gemma said, leaning against the wall in my front hallway to take off her shoes. A beautiful asshole, to be sure. I will never say that enough but an asshole nonetheless. Yep, I sighed. But what are you going to do about everything? I'll figure it out later. For now, you need to go to bed, and I need to prep for my classes tomorrow. All right, Gemma said, flopping onto my bed, fully clothed. Thanks for letting me crash here. I'll get us coffees in the uh, morning. Her voice trailed off into sleep. I gently shut my bedroom door, sat at my living room table, and opened up my laptop. The rest of the night was a frantic blur of prep, but when I set my alarm for the next morning, I saw a text from Apollo. Hey, how did your first day of work go? What was going on? I didn't reply and turned off the light but I couldn't sleep. 
I tossed and turned for hours while Gemma snored gently on the bed next to me. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying the show, please give it five stars on Apple or Spotify, write a review, share it on social media, and tell your friends. Confessions of a New Grad is written, performed, and produced by me, Greta Craig. Rebecca Montgomery does cover and episode artwork, as well as editing the scripts. For accompanying illustrations, exclusive news, and extra content, you can follow the show on Instagram at newgradpodcast. You can also find more information and get in touch via our website, confessionsofanewgrad.com. Special thanks to all the musicians who allowed us to use their work in this production. You can find the soundtracks in the episode descriptions. I love interacting with you and hearing your thoughts on the show or anything at all, so please feel free to continue to reach out to me on Instagram or via the show's website. Guess we're just misplaced souls Searching for our own soul I guess we lost our place Oh, somewhere along the road Oh, oh, oh. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.